الله أكبر الله أكبر Welcome to the Rational Believer Podcast. Episode 16 Modern Day Philosophers Mathematicians Trying to Unravel Infinity In the previous episodes, we looked at the ancient philosophers and how their unclear, irrational thinking led to much confusion about understanding whether God exists and even the nature of God. This irrational thinking can also exist today in modern studies of science and also a branch of mathematics which then can cause confusion amongst its followers or those people dabbling in that field as to um, the nature of infinity. So unsurprisingly this is also the same sort of confusion that arises amongst the modern day philosophers of mathematics when trying to unravel the nature of infinity. When mathematicians tried to quantify the infinite, then they came out with different understandings of what it means mathematically. For instance, Cantor used his set theory, demonstrated uh, different types of infinity such as the transfinite, but this led to contradictions in the application of his formula and for paradoxes to arise. Needless to say, even in mathematics, there are disagreements, and this is because there is no such thing in our reality as infinity. In order to validate any speculative formula and conclusions, again, the problem here is that we don't know what infinite means in our reality, and when we try to apply the mathematical formula to life, it doesn't make sense. So to illustrate, imagine a rope stretching to infinity in both directions. It runs to the end of the universe. It is, in essence, infinite. Now look at the space all around it. That also runs to the end of the universe. It is also infinite. Both are infinite, but are they the same? Isn't one infinity bigger than the other? It doesn't make sense, but Cantor wanted to demonstrate this nonsensical idea mathematically using set theory. This demonstrates the mismatch between abstract mathematical ideas and reality. The problem here arises in mathematics because it is not based in reality. The numbers that mathematics represent are not real, actual, tangible and sense things, but are an abstract construct. You can't hold a 2 in your hand and add it to something that is a 3 to get a 5. What you can do is find two items and find another three items and put them together and then if you count them you will get five items. So the numbers do not exist outside of the reality they represent. 
Likewise, in the mathematics of the infinity that Cantor delves in, there is a confusion about reality. In Cantor's set theory, he uh, presupposes all positive integers, that is, all positive whole numbers, as part of their demonstration, or as part of his demonstration, of how you can line up with integers from a different class. So, for example, negative whole numbers, which he calls a set. To say, I quote, all the positive integers, unquote, is to presuppose an error. Sets aren't tangible things existing out there in reality. They are constructed by our minds to understand an idea. All sets are exactly as large as they've been constructed. Therefore, there is no such thing as all the positive integers. It's like asking how many words does the largest sentence have in it? And when you respond, I don't know, but at any given time it's a finite amount, they say no. I can just add a word to it. It's an actually infinite sentence with an infinite number of words. Now just because you can always add another word doesn't mean an actually infinite sentence is out there. Another example of the absurdity that arises when an infinite sum of finite things such as the celestial bodies within the universe is assumed can be demonstrated as, as follows. Imagine an infinite set of marbles or an infinite sum of marbles. If we were to halve the marbles then both halves would be equal to infinity. In fact any fraction of the infinite sum of marbles would equal infinity. This then produces an apparent contradiction that the part is equal to the whole. Further, if we were to take three marbles out of the infinite sum of marbles, then the remaining marbles would still equal to infinity. But the three marbles that have been taken out would be a fraction of the overall marbles. Yet this contradicts the principle we established earlier, which is that every fraction of the infinite sum of marbles would equal to infinity. Yet the three marbles do not equal infinity. Thus something cannot be infinite and finite at the same time. Because of this and many other contradictions, it is absolutely clear that the sum of finite things must be finite. We can also apply this to our previous discussion about the creation of the universe. For those who claim that the universe needs no creator as it is infinite in itself, because the universe is made up of finite bodies within the space, and because we can measure parts of the universe which are finite distances from the whole, then the whole universe is finite, even though it be very large indeed. When mathematicians try to make a formula to represent the idea of the unlimited or the concept of infinity, then it starts to go against our common sense understanding of reality. 
This is because it is mathematically and scientifically impossible to measure anything infinite in our limited lifespans, as any measurement we make that seems very large and infinite, supposedly infinite, could actually mean that the data is just very large, that is larger than our lifespans, rather than infinite. For example, if a scientist wanted to send a probe or a light ray to the end of the universe in order to time its return and therefore its distance that it has travelled, but does not get a response back in his lifetime from the reflection of that um, light ray or from the probe coming back. Now, could the successive scientists that came after the first scientist has passed away conclude that the universe is infinite as he still hasn't received a reply from the edge of the universe? No, he could not. For the alternative explanation exists that it is just further away from the time it takes for a response to reach him and any successor scientist. It would therefore be scientifically impossible to conclude and thus speculative that the universe is infinite because we do not have infinite time to observe. All we can do and should rationally do is base our thought on the conclusive reality that the universe needed a creator to exist and not the speculative reality that the universe is infinite. Therefore, any number or formula that tries to represent infinity is going to be full of speculation and doubt. It is just an abstract idea because in our reality there is no such thing as infinity. It ends up being just fanciful philosophy as the ancient philosophers would talk about without any real knowledge. Is it any surprise then that those mathematicians who spent their lives trying to prove their fanciful philosophy as real when there is no way to verify it are usually insane or end up insane as Cantor unfortunately did living in a different reality just modern day pyros if you remember pyros as we mentioned earlier was a philosopher who used to deny reality and was always in harm's way thank you for listening in the next episode we'll be looking at the modern day arguments of evolution and quantum theories until next time Assalamu alaikum. Allah!